Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a great and exciting and fascinating podcast for you. It's something that has crossed my mind. I'm guessing it might have crossed your mind. This is talking about Generation Z employees. So these are the people in the United States that are young, and they are currently just starting to enter the workforce. And the article and the discussion we're going to have today is the disaster that they have been when they have entered the workforce. It's not going well, people. And this article shows that. So no surprise to anyone. Um, But these are the people that are just starting to enter the workforce. They're, you know, young people. And it's not working out so well. So this is what the article and the statistics show. I'll read you the article, and then afterwards we'll discuss it. The article is from the Daily Mail. It's a newspaper out of the United Kingdom, Great Britain, a very reputable newspaper. And the title of the article, and this article just came out, the title of the article is, quote, Melting Under Pressure. Half of the managers complain it's difficult to work with Snowflake Generation Z employees, while more than a third have revealed that they've already had to fire the younger staff because they're too easily offended, unquote. That is the name of the article. That's the headline. So here it goes, quote, more than half of the managers have been forced to fire Generation Z workers after claiming that they, quote, lack motivation and are easily offended, In a new study by the U.S.-based company Resume Builder, team leaders were asked about their workforce with shocking results. Quote, it found that out of more than 1,300 respondents, 74% believe that Generation Z is more difficult to work with than any other generation. And of that group, 59% said that they have been forced to fire a Generation Z worker with 12% doing so within the first week of their employment. Quote, the survey revealed the reasons the managers fired the Generation Zers to be challenging uh, employees, found the Generation um, Zers, Generation Z employees, to be challenging employees include their lack of technological skills, 39%, their lack of effort, 37%, their lack of motivation, 37%, just to name a few. They have also claimed that Generation Z workers are too easily distracted, 36%, and easily offended, too easily offended, 35%. Speaking to the site, the head of HR at SGK Global Shipping Services confirmed that he also finds it challenging to work with Generation Z. He said, quote, in our organization, the Generation Zs I've interacted with are exhausting. They lack discipline and they like to challenge you. I've butted heads more than once with Generation Z employees because since our company is online based, they think they know everything about the digital world. They think they can teach me, quote, they think they're better than you, smarter than you, more capable than you, and they're going to tell you to your face. Resume Builder's chief career advisor, Stacy Haller, said that the pandemic is partially to blame for Generation Z attitudes. She said, quote, as a result of COVID-19 and remote education, it's possible that Generation Z lacks the foundation 
to be more successful than older generations in entry-level positions. Interesting article, isn't this? Quote, We know that with remote work and education, communication skills do not develop as well, and people tend to work more independently. Stacy concluded, quote, Hiring managers need to be cognizant of this when interviewing Generation Z for positions. This generation may need more training when it comes to professional skills. But there are some that defended Generation Z employees. Adam Garfield, marketing of director at Harborough, said, quote, compared to other generations, I find that they are at least innovative and somewhat adaptable. Quote, they're not afraid to challenge the status quo and bring ideas to the table. And quote, they are authentic and transparent and they expect companies to be socially responsible and ethical. But he was also quick to add a caveat. He stated, quote, However, one area where I believe Generation Z could improve in the workforce is their communication skills. Quote, while they are proficient in using digital communication tools, they lack some basic interpersonal skills required for face-to-face interactions. Generation Z could benefit from developing their communication skills to build stronger relationships with colleagues and clients, unquote. Well, that's the article. And it's not a surprise to me. I can't imagine that it's a surprise to you. You know, when I go into the local grocery store or the local fast food places or, you know, just anywhere where you hire young people, where young people are hired, I find that they do lack basic basic communication skills. They, they don't say hi when they see the customer. They don't say thank you when they're done with the customer. They don't, they don't have normal banter, just social banter about anything, you know, just to pass the time. They don't seem, they view communication as a threat. Like when somebody's talking to them face to face, they view it as threatening instead, and they put up walls and they're just, you know, they just don't have fundamental basic communication skills. Now, we've talked about this in other podcasts in different senses. We've talked about how, for example, the average teenage girl is now on her phone for 10 hours every day. That's 70 hours a week. And when you add eight hours of sleeping to that and eating, drinking, going to the bathroom, they pretty much don't do anything else other than sitting on their phones. And that's the average teenage girl in the United States is now on their phone 10 hours a day. Some studies show that it's 10 and a half hours per day. So they're not developing basic communication skills because they're not talking on the phone, they're texting. And so when all of a sudden they're hired by somebody and they have to actually communicate with customers and clients and coworkers, you know, maybe in a retail setting or, or you know, a kennel or wherever they're working, they're unable to do it. They don't have that skill set. They don't know how to do it. They, they don't know how to keep a conversation going. They're not inquisitive. They, you know, they, ju- they get very defensive and they take offense at everything. There is practically nothing you can say to them that they're not going to say, I'm so offended. And when I talk to the managers of these establishments, they tell me that they, these new Generation Z employees file complaint after complaint after complaint against their coworkers, and all of them are meritless. They're baseless, but it's just about any coworker that tells them to do anything like put your phone down or go wait on that customer or do some stock work and stock the shelves. 
the employee files a complaint, and many of the businesses have stopped hiring them. I've seen them go back to older workers. They just simply don't want to deal with it. It's not worth the trouble. They're not getting anything out of it. Why pay somebody if they lack motivation? They're going to try to bring their phone wherever they go, and they and they won't serve the customer, So and they won't serve the business. They don't work well with coworkers. So I've seen a lot of businesses in my area um, that have gone back to older workers because these young workers just simply lack motivation, they lack discipline, they lack communication skills. Exactly what this article and this study by Resume Builder, the co- company that hires people, exactly what they're saying, I have found to be true in my own personal experience. I know it's anecdotal, but this study, which surveyed 1,300 hiring managers, isn't anecdotal. 1,300 hiring managers are saying the same exact thing. And I've got to imagine you're seeing it. Well, how do we deal with this? I I can tell you this. In my community, only one in five children in high school work a job outside of, of the home, meaning a job for pay. Outside, of, and I'm not talking about cutting lawns, and I'm not talking about babysitting. I'm talking about a job where they go in and they get a W two, and there's an employer, and they show up every day. You know, working at a gas station, or working in a factory, or working at a at a fast food place, or a supermarket, or a, a dog kennel, or or a, a, a senior center, wherever. You know, on the farm, wherever it is, the, only one in five in my area work a job. It's the labor force participation rate for Generation Z is the lowest in many generations. When I was young, and that's quite a while ago, I'm afraid, it used to be 50, 60 percent of the kids in high school worked jobs. Not not all the time, but we had them, and and it was that was part of the culture. It is no longer part of the American culture. Only one in five of Generation Z employees have ever held a job. So then all of a sudden, when they finally end up in the workforce, they're not used to working for other people. They're not used to taking orders. They're not used to taking instruction. They're not used to taking direction. And yes, they are lazy and unmotivated because they've played a ton of video games and they've sat on their cell phones forever. And, you know, they don't, they don't know how to work. It's going to be a generational problem. I predict that you're going to see a lot of Generation Z end up on welfare. You're going to see a lot of Generation Z end up unemployed. You're going to see a lot of them trying to work in the quote-unquote gig economy um, where they go from employment to unemployment to employment to unemployment on a temporary basis. They just simply don't have the skills. But if you are a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle, I think the best thing you can do for them is get them out there and keep them out there. So what what do I mean by that? I'm suggesting that in high school, it's a good idea that they get a job, a job that pays. And I'm not talking about babysitting, and I'm not talking about cutting lawns or shoveling snow. I'm talking about going out and working a job at a business. Now, I'm not saying they should work 40 hours a week when they're in school. Maybe 15 hours a week would be enough. But in the summer times and on vacations, instead of going off to Disney World, yes, they should up their hours to 40 hours a week when they're not on vacation. And, uh, you know, when they're, when they're not t- traveling with the family and they should be working a 40 hour week over the summer to learn how to do that, to learn those skills, to learn interpersonal skills, communication skills, and to learn a good work ethic. Because if they don't make work their friends, then work is going to be their enemy for the rest of their lives. And unless somebody's going to pop out of the clouds and just give them money and it's going to rain money on them, so they're not going to need any money, then they're going to have to find a way to get it. And what, are they going to turn to drug dealing like so many have? Are they going to turn to prostitution like so many have? Or are they going to try to marry somebody rich like so many have? 
And if those things don't pan out, then what are they going to do if they don't have a good relationship with the concept of work? Yeah, why do you work? You work because people pay you and nobody's willing to do it for free. So I'm suggesting that if you have a high school kid, um, yes, I think it's a good idea to get them out in the workforce as much as possible. Uh, Grades are certainly important. Sports are certainly important in high school. But I also think a job is certainly important. And let them develop those communication skills. And when they come home and whine about their employers, and they whine about their managers, and they whine about their customers, and they whine about their coworkers, tell them to be quiet. Tell them to shut up. Tell them to go back to work and stop whining. You know, because at the end of the day, if they're just going to show up at work and they're going to whine and complain, then they're going to be fired, which is exactly what is happening according to these 1,300 hiring managers. They're trying to hire these young people, but they lack basic work skills. They are unemployable. Let me repeat that. They are unemployable. Now, you used to hear this about people coming out of prison, right? They didn't have the skills. They were unemployable. You used to hear this about people that were from the inner cities and that were welfare dependent for generations. People would say they are unemployable. Now we are hearing this nationwide, all neighborhoods, all communities, rural, suburban, urban, and they're saying this next generation, Generation Z, in its current format, they are unemployable. That should be a wake-up call to you. It certainly is to me. And if you've seen it like I've seen it, and if you heard it and I've heard it, it's time to do something about it, people. Get your kids to work. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, asking you, is this not another sign of the decline and fall of America? From the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond, I wish you a great day.